Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. bright lights. It is Angela and it is great to be with you from my western virtual office. I am out here in beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico working on what I think is going to be a really transformational project and it is always wonderful when you get to do a greenfield site and really make the project what it has the potential to be instead of working around a lot of existing constraints and old infrastructure and trying to gracefully dance around that. And what we are doing out here right now is we are doing observations and shadowing and gimbal walks. So we are just spending so much time in these spaces getting to know the people that are serving the patients within them understanding the issues and the challenges and the victories and it's just such a beautiful client such a beautiful project so much just care and devotion by the staff for their patients that our whole team is so excited to really bring them a transformational project and It got me to thinking about what it takes for transformation. And that transformation is really what leadership is all about because leading is a verb and it implies that you are going somewhere and that you're in charge of the journey. Yet how often do we make leadership about training? And while mentoring people and helping them develop skill sets is certainly important, if we don't also hold a bigger container for them and help them transform into the person they were meant to be, we haven't really led them anywhere. Earlier in the week, we talked about leading the leaders, this idea that If you're going to take people places, they have to want to go. I mean, there's the very old saying of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I would argue you can't even lead the horse to water if the horse doesn't want to go. Part of being a leader is being clear on your vision, being willing to take people with you, and then allowing those who want to go on the journey with you to come along. That is much the same when we are talking about our clients. They need leadership as well, because if they didn't need architects, they wouldn't be hiring you. So you and your team, you are there for a reason. But we don't serve our clients if we just provide them 
with what they ask for, no questions asked, straight up, salmon on a bagel, if you will. It's an order, and we're being a waitress. Instead, what we really need to do is to lead them to possibilities, to use our knowledge and our expertise to show them what it could be, how what their vision is for what they're doing can transform into this amazing space that supports and amplifies that vision. So to hold a bigger container, we have to kind of push aside the limits that can be there around projects. This idea of it could only be so much or our frame of reference is always the existing space or we don't want to scare them or get them out of their comfort zone or it can't be too radical. And when we do this, when we put these limits out there, we're putting limits on possibility. We're already ruling something out that we haven't even vetted or tried. And I know so many people are going to say, but Angela, there's only a budget of blah, blah. And we only have so much space. And, and, and. My answer to all that is just, what, you're going to let that stop you? Since when does a creative person let the fact that they have to be innovative within a budget stop them? Since when does a creative person let an area limit stop them? So all these reasons we have why we can't speak up, why we can't stretch our client, when we can't really bring it in terms of transformation and experience and building performance Those are our story, and it's our story based on our doubt about our own ability to pull this thing off. So we're timid about it, and we kind of sit in the shadows, and we don't speak up, and we worry about whether or not we're going to offend somebody if we do. And every single time we do that, every single time, We choose to stay silent. We choose to do what's easy. We take the path of the least resistance and we look to create complacency instead of pushing edges. The result is mediocrity. And I know this community. I know that you are not up for any more mediocrity. Every time we build or renovate, we are using limited environmental resources to get that project done. Do we really want to put those resources into a throwaway building that meets functional needs and not much else? Can we afford to do that anymore? No, we can't. And I know you know we can't. So what I really want to help you see today is not only is it an imperative that you take a stand for a better built environment, but that you help your client to see past the limits, to see that it's not scary to take that step into change, to make that way for them so that they feel comfortable taking those steps, signing off on that direction, so that they feel comfortable gathering their staff and their teams and their user groups 
to get buy-in on this idea so that they're committed to making it work. And I often think in design, we take time to learn about the problem and we work to solve it. And then we find out after we go back post-occupancy that we might have solved one problem, but we've created another, sometimes more than one. And I think that happens when we didn't really let the transformation go all the way. We didn't take the time to do more than get a surface level understanding of the problem, or we didn't vet the solutions as thoroughly as we could. And so what we see is in the culture of the use of the building, the building users really don't find value in new things they never had before, circumstances that change that require different space allocations than what they told us during design, unforeseen conditions that pop up, and all of these cause them to use the building in the way that is very different than what we talk to them about during design. It often means that the more transformational elements get sacrificed to do things like add more patient space or create another office because people aren't valuing what they don't have. And if they could live without it before and they have another need and the project's already built and they don't have the opportunity to work with a design professional, what are they going to do? They're going to get rid of the stuff that they view as the extra. And we have to help them see that the transformation is not the extra. It's the why. It's the thing that's going to radically improve everything about the experience of being in that building and using that space. We have to show them that it's possible, that the opportunities are there, and get them excited about how design aligns with their vision, with their hopes, with their dreams, and to let them know that those hopes and those dreams are not too big, are not extravagant, but they're possible. They are absolutely possible, and we can provide the environment and the context in which they can make it happen. So as you listen to this and you think about what you want to do and how you want to practice and how you can open up the minds of your clients to see beyond functional needs, to see beyond the experience they know about that they might want to achieve in the project or the building performance that they know about and see just that adjacent possible just a few steps ahead, you are cracking open the opportunity. You are allowing so much more to happen. And that is what we do as architects. We don't take orders and fill them and provide adequate buildings. We listen, we translate, and we transform. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed this discussion. And if you would like to keep it going, join me on Instagram and leave a comment. Tag me at Architecting Podcast. 
I really appreciate your involvement in our community. I know your time is valuable, and if you're like me, you've got 10 different projects going on in various states, plus everything in your personal life, and yet you're still here. You value seeing the path to a better built world. You value transforming your career, and through that, transforming lives of others. If you need a little help in managing your time and finding your way, check out my book, Time Builder. I wrote it just for people like us who want to take a stand for the and, who never want to compromise what matters to them and want to put everything out there and handle it and feel good about it and maximize their creativity all without completely burning themselves out. The path to living the big life isn't the path of working 14-hour days. It's a path of working smarter, and that is what this book will teach you. There are some amazing time hacks that let you get more rest, feel more grounded and more balanced while blowing the doors off your goals because your creativity will be 10 x using some of these techniques. You'll have better boundaries so you don't overcommit. And you'll appreciate the ebb and flow of the seasons of creativity. That sounds good to you. You can get my book either on Amazon or you can get it on the website at architectingpodcast.com. If you buy it on the website, you also get a bonus meditation with your purchase. So appreciate you getting it directly. But if you prefer the hardcover book, you can order that directly from Amazon. So take care, everyone. Remember to share your thoughts with me on Instagram. And come on over to Clubhouse this Sunday where we have a session called Critical Conversations that is all about leadership. If you want to know more, if you want some coaching, get on over to Clubhouse. In the Architect and Club, you will see us. We are on at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, so I hope I see you there. Take care. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.